This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And I've got one of my favorite guests joining me. I'm excited. I'm excited because we're going to talk about food. And if we're talking about food, then you probably know who I'm talking about. That is my special guest. And that, of course, is Miss Corby Sue. She's the director of culinary at HelloFresh. Corby Sue, how are you? Tina, if I wasn't feeling good, I feel fantastic now. Always good to be with you, my friend. I know. It's so good to see you. I wish it could be in person, but you know what? I will take Zoom radio shows with you any day. Thanks. Love it. Day, but you're doing well. We're well into spring right now. I haven't talked to you in a while. I know. Well, you're sort of rocking a whole summer vibe, which I love. You're being very hopeful. Yeah, I've got like a um, see, Corby Sue can see me, you guys at home cannot. So I'm wearing a um, this is now the fashion portion of the show, everyone. Um, (laughs) sponsored by no one. Um, I am wearing a tank top romper. Oh, so, oh, it's a raw. Yeah, I know you can only see so much on, on the screen, right? Corby Sue, but it, it is a full romper pant romper. Um, yeah. So I'm all about the tank top life. Yeah. Well, your weather gets warmer. You look fabulous. You thank look you. Thank you. Fabulous. I was, and I was telling you, Corby Sue, I'm like, you've got the Farrah Fawcett hair going. I love it. Love yeah, it. 1976 called and said, nice try. But anyway. <laughs> never, never, never. It is. You know what? It's a nice, we've got a nice spring vibe going and talking about spring vibe. Yeah. You know what else happens in the spring? Beautiful things begin to blossom mm-hmm. and grow. Yes. And we're talking about food today. And Thank we're goodness. talking about sustainability. And we're yep. talking about not that I want to talk about this, but the costs of food. Yeah. Right? It's like real. What is going on. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about uh, food waste. And mm-hmm. we just had a few weeks ago, Earth Day. Um, but you know what? I don't know. They say, they say holidays. Like, for example, we just had Mother's Day last week, right? Mm-hmm. By the way, happy belated Mother's Day to you. And to you. Thank you. Um, and they say every day is Mother's Day. Um that to me, I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. Like, I, I call BS on it, right? But I will say that about Earth Day. Every yeah. day should be Earth Day. It's because we have this one planet, this amazing planet, and we need to take care of it. Not only for us, for, but for our children and their children, so on and so forth, the future, right? Um, so food waste is, is big, big, big for me in my life, my world, my home. So we're going to be talking about that as well, right? Absolutely. Just some, you know, food waste savings, tips and tricks. Um, You know, because the reality is, Pina, look, even for me, I do work in the food industry. Um, So I have access to, you know, what's on trend, what's new, what's fabulous. But, you know, I'm a family of three. And when I'm not using um, a meal kit, uh, and I go to the grocery store, I feel it just like everyone else. And yeah. I think, you know, what really attracted me to the work that I get to do is because I work in menu planning, I really get to help people avoid a lot of that food waste, you know, like that limp carrot that's hiding in the back of the fridge or, you know, that zucchini that you meant to roast, but you or- didn't. 
I've got one that everyone at home is going to be like, oh my God, yes. Go open your fridge because I know what's in there. It is that mixed greens or the spinach. And you're like, oh, I'm going to be so healthy this week. I'm going to buy this and make myself (laughs) a salad. And then, yeah, when it goes to shite in your fridge and it's disgusting and slimy. Yeah. And you just throw the whole thing out and you never touched it. Yeah. So speaking of throwing it out, I mean, here's the frightening statistic. There's actually like a dollar value to it. On average, Canadian households are throwing out at least $1,000 a year in food. And when we consider that inflationary um, costs or impact is real, I think that number is probably conservative nowadays. So That is because... And then, so, okay, yep, there's a monetary value, but then there's also an actual just waste in a time of abundance. The fact that there are those um, of us who are going without, you know, on average, Canadians are throwing out, get ready for it. And I'm sorry that I'm throwing numbers at you, but it's like 380 pounds of food they're throwing out. So that's not a... I despise and I cannot, um, I'm not about wasting food. It bothers the crap out of me. Yeah. We yeah. do not throw food out. Like I, I freak out. Yeah. <laughs> I freak yeah. Out. No, but 372 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's basically a fridge. It's like yeah. throwing, you know, that's, that's the weight of, of your average fridge. So it's like my mm-hmm. whole family. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, my family are built a little bit bigger than that, but I hear you. Exactly. I'm talking yeah, about the children okay? <laughs> and hockey pucks. You know, it's, it's, it's real. It's real. So, I mean, the thing is, it's, it's not the first time that I'm talking about this. And I think what sometimes for me, having been in the commercial food game for a long time, dare I say it, two decades, um, I just, I want to be part of the conversation that really gets people thinking from all generations. Well, what can I do? How can I decrease that? Look, we're we're not shooting for perfection because perfect gets in the way of done, but let's start somewhere. And that's really what, you know, today I'd love to, in our usual fashion, just sort of, you know, share our life experience and, and just share some tips and tricks as, you know, what can you do? Right now, absolutely start to decrease that number for yourself and your own footprint. Well, I, I will tell you one thing that uh, I was looking at and I was like, oh, I got a plan and I'm taking a look at my schedule is uh, I was about to place an order. Right. Like, Hello, fresh. Um, <laughs> and those of you guys who follow me on social media, you know that I'm a huge Hello, fresh like fan um, yes. because it's like. It's not only um, like reduces the carbon footprint, you know what yes. I mean? Like what fi- food waste is there? There's nothing because no, we send you, you guys send me the recipe card with yes. all the ingredients yeah. that is specific to that recipe. So there's not extra. I have exactly yes. what I need and how much I need of it. Yeah. Um, and not to mention, you're talking about the kids, right? Yes. So the kids and I, it's an amazing activity because we get to do it together. And by doing it together, they actually not only get to learn and spend that time in the kitchen cooking and stuff like that, but they learn about food waste. 
Absolutely. And what you're also doing is you're really equipping them with life skill, which is a food language. So I you know that language. Yes, I, exactly. Well, I am fluent in that language, Corby. <laughs> Can I just say, you know, you spoke about the fact that, you know, when you're using um, a meal kit service like HelloFresh, we've done all the thinking, the planning, the shopping. Gosh, we've even delivered it to you. It's amazing. Like, I want to kiss their feet when they show up at my door. <laughs> that love, oh, I love hearing that. Um, but let's just say, you know, you're uh, wanting to do your own thing and you're mimicking that experience. So, you know, you, you've got a recipe and you need fresh parsley. Mm-hmm. So even when you go to a grocery store, that amount of fresh parsley, most people, depending on what background you're from, are not using that entire bunch. And despite best intentions, you know, and you said it before about the spinach or the greens. So what do you do with leftover herbs? So there's a few things you can do. First thing, give them a good clean, whatever's left over. And really don't kid yourself. You know, it's like that, what's that fashion rule? If you've still got something in your cupboard for two years that you haven't worn, time to move it on. Yes. Obviously with perishable items, we don't have two years. But what you do have at best is probably five days. And so the truth is, if five days from the time you've used that fresh herb, you're not thinking to use it, now be intentional pull it out of your fridge, give it a good clean, chop it up. You don't have to be a chef, use scissors, use a knife, however you're comfortable. And you can do one of two things. You can mix it um, with some water and put it into ice cube trays. I know that this is a radio show, but- But she's showing me an ice cube tray. I'm showing you an ice cube tray. And you know, it's actually a fun thing to do with the kids, right? So you get the kids actually to put the herbs in the tray and then you fill it up with water. Oh, that is so nice. Yeah. So that's something that you can use if you're making a um, pasta sauce or um, ramen or a soup of some kind. Just, you know, you can remember, oh, wait, I've got fresh herb ice cubes in the fridge. Now, if you want to kick up your eggs, if you want to get your egg game on, do the same thing. Tell me, tell me. So chopped herbs again in the ice cube uh, tray, but use olive oil and use really good extra virgin olive oil because olive oil does freeze. Yeah. So when you want to cook that next perfect, you know, uh, Sunday brunch on a Wednesday night for dinner, pull that out. So now your eggs have got some gorgeous, herby extra virgin olive oil flavor. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. Okay. Because you said olive oil and yes, I know olive oil does freeze and, you know, being Italian, like, yes, we don't, we don't joke and kid around when it comes to olive oil in this house. Like no. my family, this is what they do in Southern Italy in Calabria. They all have olive trees and yeah. they make olive oil and we get it shipped here. So like Amazing. right off the boat. Right. But yeah. can, what about butter? Could you, could you do it with butter and freeze it? Like, how does that work? Absolutely. So just mash it in with your butter, put it on a bit of um, parchment paper, baking paper, and just create like a log, create a roll. And then you can just cut off, um, what do you call it, like discs, and you could throw that in. And you can throw it in to finish off a gravy or a sauce, you know, any sort of like delicious herby fat, be it butter or olive oil, to finish off the sauce or finish off a piece of grilled meat, boom. Flavor town. <laughs> you know what? You've saved money. 
and you've you've actually done something good for your wallet and for the planet. But not only did you save money and do something good for, you know what I mean, your wallet and the planet, but like that's some fancy stuff. It and is. your food is going to taste amazing. Like I'm just, just think about that at home. Okay. Think about the parsley, that bunch of parsley in the fridge. Boring. But now. Yeah. Yeah. You said, you said flavor town. Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Listen, I'm going to go run and wash some parsley in the fridge. We're going to take a quick break, <laughs> but we're going to be back with more. Don't go anywhere. This is the parenting show right here on AM 640 Toronto radio. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into The Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca and with me, with me guys, I've got Corby Sue. She is the head of culinary, the director of culinary over at HelloFresh. And one day she's head of culinary, the other day she's director of culinary. She's the god of culinary at HelloFresh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I'm going to change your title in the next in the next segment too. <laughs> oh gosh, I love that, Pina. Thank you. I need to come here to get all the love. You know what? You seriously like we? You need to get business cards made up, like Goddess of Culinary at HelloFresh. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, keeping it fresh as Goddess of Culinary. Is that, uh, is that where we're going? Keeping I it- like it. I like it. Let's go like with that. Uh, but we're talking all about food and it's springtime now. Things are growing. It's beautiful. We're getting outside. But with that, and, and you know what? Because like when that starts happening, we go to the grocery store and our eyes are so big and we're like, oh, wow, look at all this beautiful, fresh produce that we haven't seen in forever because of the yeah. winter and it's local. So we want to support local, reduce that carbon footprint and just buy everything up. Yeah. But then we create waste. <laughs> we do. We do. Because we, we often eat with our eyes and our eyes often tells us that we can eat more than we want. And, you know, I mean, I've done it, you know, when you go and something's on sale or because it's in abundance or because it just looks fantastic, I buy more than what's reasonable, right? I buy more than what the family's actually going to eat, you know, (laughs) a lot of time with this perishable good. You're like, I have a family of three, five, six, whatever it is, not a small army. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So then what do you do with the waste? You know, how do you manage that waste? So, okay. So here's one. Have you been in a situation where you're peeling carrots? Maybe you're making, I don't know, a stew or a soup. You're peeling carrots, peeling potatoes. You've taken the skin off the onion. Maybe there's some ends of uh, a bell pepper. Do you, what do you do with that? Do you green bin? Right. And, and that's, you know, in today's age, that's quite a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. What if I, I, told- I, I feel like there's something else coming here. I'm doing the wrong thing. Right. right. Okay. So, so, you know, um, let's just say also you grow your own tomatoes or you buy tomatoes at the uh, grocery store and you buy the ones on the vine, you know, Ooh, the come like on those. stems. And it's funny because you know, when I do go to a grocery store, I'm always observing people's purchasing behavior. And I've seen people intentionally um, 
when they choose those uh, tomatoes on the vine, make sure that they get all the tomatoes on a vine. And I've also seen people pluck the tomato off the vine. And I say to them, no, 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 don't pull the tomato off the vine. You've now stopped the flavor process. And they look at me. What do you mean? So all the flavor that you- I'm thinking they're pulling them off. So it weighs less and they're saving money. And and you know what? Right. You're right. That, that is what people have said to me because I literally stop people. <laughs> and I said, are you going to eat that tomato today? And they're like, no, it's not ripe enough. And I'm like, leave it on the vine. So all the flavor that you get in a tomato is actually in the vine. So carrot peels, potato peels, onion peels, bits of um, bell pepper, ends of zucchini. Instead of putting that in the green compost, obviously making sure that everything is clean. Yeah. yeah. The, the tomato vine, you put all of that in a pot with cold water, salt, some bay leaves. You bring it to the boil, let it boil for about three to five minutes, and then let it go down to a simmer for a good 20 minutes. Do you know the flavor that you are going to get? For real? From I've yeah. never, yep. first of all, I didn't know about the tomato vines and that the flavor comes from that. Yes. So I was 42 years old when I learned that. Yeah. Today. <laughs> like seriously, if you really want to intensify the, the flavor of even a passata that you're making, those vines, like I, I, I worked with a, a family and the nonna there, she also like, she told me, she's the one who told me and the vines oh went gosh. in the passata because she said, this is where the flavor is. Yeah. So, okay. So, and that seems awfully easy to do. You so said easy. three to five minutes, bring yeah. it to a boil, like, yeah. right. And mm-hmm. then simmer for 20. That yeah. is not even hard to do. No. And listen, if you don't want to do it on the day that you've got those peels, put them in a bag, throw them in the freezer. Oh my so here's, gosh. With that stock, you either use it that day or throw it in the freezer. You know, modern technology, the freezer is literally one of the best things that happened to, to yeah. us as a species. Like first it was fire and then it was, yeah. how do we freeze? Fire and ice. Yeah. Fire and ice, baby. So, you know, you are set up for success. And so what you've done is like, sorry to all of our friends, you know, dare I say it here in Toronto, um, you know, the little critters that like to go rummaging in your green. <laughs> oh yeah. Those little, they're not going to love us as much because there's less in there, but genuinely there's flavor. You're literally throwing flavor out. So I'm not asking you to eat the onion peel, but no, I am but just you. like get the flavor from it yes. and then yes. see you later. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Because think about it. How many of you guys at home actually go out to purchase stock? Yeah. Yeah. And how much does it cost you? Exactly. It's not cheap. No, it's actually one of the, well, most, not the kind that I buy. And, and I'm going to say to you, you know, like, again, someone who works in the commercial food game, um, it is one of the most profitable food items to make. To produce, of course, because yeah. it's all you're using, like the odds and ends. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, that is like okay. And so, I really, really like that tip. And 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 just thinking a little bit further, and again, I think you and I touched on this in another conversation. I haven't seen enough of this happening in in Canada yet, but 
you know, there's this movement about vegetables that don't look perfect, they're imperfect. And so as consumers, we tend to not be attracted to them. But there are places that do sell those imperfect vegetables. There's another yes. of, you know, like they're, they're cheaper than your average vegetable. Just that's an opportunity to also grab those imperfect looking vegetables and turn them into something that is perfect for you. So, I love it. So while we're talking about that, what about broccoli? Does the family enjoy broccoli? broccoli? Yeah, yeah, we have broccoli. Okay. Um, I can I know. ask how you cook it? Like, do you yeah, cut it just like steam it? You just chop it up, steam it, and just sometimes I'll make it with a cheese sauce for the kids. Oh, yum! You know, sometimes just some olive oil, garlic, yeah. salt. You know, yeah. that's how my kids love it too. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not very adventurous when it comes to broccoli. I don't really know how, like, all these fancy things to do with it. It's kind of like, you know, one way or the other way, and that's it. Yeah, and look, and that's fair. Look, I, I would say um, broccoli stalks are probably the most undervalued um, part of a vegetable in Western thinking. Now, if you were to go to China, um, a broccoli stalk would not go to waste. Because it's Ooh. actually got so much, again, guess what? All the flavors coming from the stock. So there is that sort of coarse um, skin on the outside, and you can just use a vegetable peeler to peel yeah. that down a little bit so it's a little bit more tender. So that's number one. That's what I would do. And especially when the broccoli stalks are quite long, and then you can cut them into sort of thin mm, planks. You can either do them in rounds or you can do them lengthways. And that vegetable stock that I was just telling you about, you can just cook the cut broccoli stalks in that and season it with, um, you know, poach them basically for three to five minutes again, because you want to keep them tender. It's an unusual vegetable side dish and you can finish it off with a little drizzle of olive oil, a oh. little bit of chili pepper, a little bit of salt, or you can go a different way. You could go sesame oil, a little bit of ah, and go with like Asian inspired. Absolutely, they're so delicious, and they're just packed full of all the nutrients because that's you know the part of the vegetable that's closest to the ground is the part that's really packed with so much of the nutrients, right? Because it hasn't yeah. far to yeah. travel. So broccoli stalks, even I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've seen friends go to throw out broccoli stalks. I mean, they're fabulous, even just cut up um, really thin and put into a salad. It just adds that. It's so true. And you know, I'm thinking too, it's, you know, whenever, sometimes I'll make tomato sauce, I'll open up the fridge and I'll look and see what's in there. And you can easily, especially if you got picky eaters at home and your kids are like, oh, you can't get them to eat a vegetable. Um, if you actually do what you said and you kind of like poach them in that, in that, yep. uh, stock that you made, yep. you can throw those into the, uh, into the sauce and even just blend it down. They won't, even know, they won't know that it's in there. Absolutely. And so, you know, we're talking about the stock people are like, oh my gosh, I've never heard someone so excited about a broccoli. <laughs> stock. But if you were to peel, peel that stock again, and if you've got a box grater and just grate it, <gasps> And then you add that to your tomato sauce and you let that cook and you do that with a carrot. Say there's that one limp carrot 
Mm-hmm. Right? Because that there's actually nothing wrong with that limb care. What's happened is the water has just started to leach out because it's either come out of the bag or it's sat too long in the fridge. Yeah. You know, if you want to reconstitute a carrot, you actually just put it in water for a couple of hours. That's yeah. the thing. It's actually need a lot of moisture. So, you know, now you've just added two veggies to, to your tomato sauce. And it's like going to have some amazing flavor and taste to it. You know how you just said, um, grating the broccoli. Yeah. It reminded me of, of a recipe that, um, is popular in my family. It's big with Southern Italians and it is made with zucchini and zucchini flour. It's, it's zucchini fritters. Yes. Oh, I love zucchini fritters. Um, but I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, do zucchini, but also add in a little bit of broccoli. Like, okay. That's a revelation for me. Cause I never thought of that. Oh, okay, with the cheese. Yeah, absolutely. Look, cause look. it'll have just a little bit of bite. When you guys just, see this on the hello fresh menu, you know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's a great idea. So then oh. let me ask you something, you know, yeah your background. Um, I'm just like, I'm making some assumptions here, but I just feel like food waste would have been just also because you were quite passionate about it before. I just feel like growing up in your family, you would have, your family would have always been looking for a way to use all of the food. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something we really lost touch with. I think over the last, I think 30, 50 years, you know, because I also have like a much older parent who remembers what it was to live through the Second World War and rations where, you know, just like basic, and, and I'm talking about here in Toronto. That's crazy. So, you know, again, just because we are that generation that's been so lucky to live in abundance. It doesn't mean yeah, we need to waste. Exactly. So let's figure out like how to really be... Um, thankful to the abundance and how do we use it all? I hope I these that. are tips and tricks that are helpful. No, this is amazing. Like you're giving me so many amazing ideas and I know that there's so much to come. So don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more. We've got Corby Sue, goddess of culinary <laughs> over at HelloFresh. Don't go anywhere. This is AM640 Toronto Radio. Welcome back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday. This is the Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. And I am joined with my girl, Corby Sue. She is, I called her, head of culinary, director of culinary, goddess of culinary. And now I'm going to say the guru of culinary at HelloFresh. <laughs> oh, this like is fantastic. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. I mean, this is my career, you know, my 20 year plus career. Boom. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we're talking all about food on the show. We're talking about sustainability. We're talking about food waste. We're talking about making that dollar stretch because the cost of foods as we all know, has gone up, right? So, um, Corby, you've been giving us so many amazing ideas. Um, And 
I, we mentioned this earlier, but I have another question. I want to go back to it. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, that, that bunch of parsley, you know, that yeah. you purchased and now it's in the fridge and you, you use maybe a quarter of it. What do you do with the rest? And, and you had some great ideas, you know, um, chop it up with some water, put it in the ice cube trays, freeze it, yep. or with some olive oil in ice cube trays, freeze it. And then I asked yep. about butter and you're like, yeah, like lay it out on parchment paper, roll yep. it up. And you got this like nice log, um, but, and, and put that in the freezer. But my question is, um, how long would that last, like an herbed butter yep. in the fridge? Right. It's a good question. Realistically, at best, it's going to be two to three weeks. And part of that is really just to do with the herb. Herbs, um, once you've bruised them, which is, you know, you've cut them, you've torn them, um, they do start to oxidize. So I'm sure everyone would have noticed that herbs start to just turn a darker color. And sometimes yeah. with that, they just become a little bit bitter. So oh, gotcha. Okay. you definitely want to use um, a salted butter because that will also just help preserve. And even mm. your, your cut herbs, and I didn't mention this before, but just add a little bit of salt to that. It just sort of helps bring out the flavor and it'll act kind of like a preservative. Mm. Gotcha. my full science food science hat on but yeah so I would recommend two to three weeks in the fridge in the freezer however you know let's say you do a big batch I mean that can last up to you know two months and so your entertaining season over the summer you're sorted you got your fancy buddy butter for your baked potatoes for your steak for your uh, grilled prawns for your um, sauce you know (gasps) What for about your, for your eggs? What about on bread? Yeah. So uh, like, yeah. Okay. What about garlic? Like, can we, okay. So exactly. So garlic is one of those other ones, right? That garlic is actually can be a big cause of waste. So just to be honest with you in the HelloFresh world, we like to send you whole bulbs of garlic. And sometimes we're sending you a little more than what you need. And so we've actually had customers write in and say, I don't know what to do with this garlic. So we thought, oh, we actually need to share with people. There's a lot you can do with garlic. So yeah, make a garlic compound butter, Mm. right? Who doesn't love garlic bread, man? Exactly. And I got to be honest, like (laughs) a family favorite here is- Now I'm um, hungry. Right? (laughs) I know. As we're talking about- mm. So we we actually love to do- um, miso paste right which is um a japanese condiment which has got real i mean it's literally the the grandfather of of umami so it's salty so we actually mix miso paste with butter and freshly um grated garlic or crushed garlic oh wow a little bit of pepper and we mix that and that's actually a butter that we use often in seafood right so there's an idea So the other thing about garlic as well is you can pickle it. So just your, right. So your regular um, pickling spices, you can either buy them pre-made, but you'd always want to make sure you've got a mustard, a crushed bay leaf, um, coriander, vinegar of your choice. I prefer, well, it depends on what I'm pickling, but I have to say for um, garlic, I actually like using an apple cider. And then, 
you can either do the really thin, you know, the paper thin with the razor. I feel like I'm talking about Goodfellas here now. (laughs) Garlic, or you can grate it, or you could even just rough chop it. And so pickle your garlic, put that in the fridge. And again, you can use it to cook. You could use it to add into a salad dressing. You could even use it as a condiment on, you know, freshly grilled seafood. It's just like, there's so much that you can do with that pickled garlic. And then another thing to do, and this is like, this is a little bit old school, but you know, if you've got, say you've got a recipe and you only use three cloves of garlic and you've got the other, generally there's like eight to 10 cloves of garlic mm-hmm. um, in a bulb and, and you've got the rest of that bulb sitting there, you know, throw it in the oven. <gasps> Roasted. Right. I mean, I know it's very like 20 years ago. What do you mean 20 years ago? That's delicious. Exactly. Tasty is tasty, no matter the decade. And so roasted garlic. And here's the thing about roasted garlic is you don't need to use it straight away. You know, roast it, bring it out and you can actually squeeze it out, put it into a container or ramekin, but make sure you seal it because, you know, the smell is going to be a little bit pungent. And then when you want to get up and have your avocado toast, Sometimes mm. of that roasted garlic, then your avocado, maybe a little, you know, um, crumble of uh, feta for salt, or maybe you want cream of ricotta, olive oil, chili pepper. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. Okay. Quickly, before we go to break that roasted garlic that you now squeezed out in a yeah. airtight sealed container. Yeah. yeah. Can you freeze it though? Can we put it in the ice cube trays and freeze it? Or no? That's a great question. I don't know. I mean, okay, everyone try it. Say yes. <laughs> As we talk about food waste, I'm like, try yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, we we could try. It. It'd be a lot of garlic that you're roasting. You know what I mean? Like, try it with a little it. bit, okay? So there's not, you know, because if it works, okay, so that's challenge great. accepted. I'm gonna try it this weekend when okay. we next week. I'm so gonna let you know. Corby Sue's gonna try it. I'm gonna <laughs> go and uh, get avocado toast going. We're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> Yeah, but don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right here on the Parenting Show, AM six forty Toronto Radio. You're listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk six forty Toronto. You are tuned into the Parenting Show right here on AM six forty Toronto Radio, and I am your host Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, and uh, and with us. We've got the lovely, the amazing Corby Sue, who happens to also be the queen. She's she's been upgraded from director of culinary, um, head of culinary. Uh, what else did I say? Goddess of culinary, guru of culinary. Now she's a queen. She's a queen of culinary at HelloFresh, which, by the way, yay, HelloFresh. Love them. Um, and we're talking about sustainability of food. We're talking about the rising costs of food. We're talking about food waste and yeah. um and if you care about any of these things, then you should. This, this is just Pina's two cents over here. Check out HelloFresh because it's going to help you with all of those things, including reducing that carbon footprint, um, which is why I am such a big fan and love them. Um, so Corby Sue, we were talking, we're talking, we're talking. We mentioned some, some great tips and ideas when it comes to veggies. We yeah. mentioned some great tips and ideas when it comes to herbs. Yes. So what about fruit? Because like I said, it's springtime. Everything is starting to blossom and grow. We're in May. And yeah. before you know it, June is going to be here. And when I think June, I think strawberry fields. Oh, wow. 
So do I. Right. And what happens? We go, we're like, we're going to make a day of it. We take the kids. It's a beautiful, you know, sunny, warm day. We all go strawberry picking. It's fun. It's great. But let's get real. You don't go there and pick like a little basket. No, you end up picking so much. Exactly. And, and strawberries are really delicate. Like in the perishable food space, that is a re- like, it doesn't, once you've taken it off the vine, you put it in a packet, put it in your car. I mean, most strawberries you've got to eat within a couple of days. Yeah. So, so what are you doing? Like, that's the thing I have to say, whenever we go do any of these, um, and are we lucky that we get to do that, that we can go pick fresh? Oh, we're so lucky here in Ontario. Absolutely. Like we have, you can go grab, like you can go apple picking in the fall, yep. strawberry, all berries in the summer, Exactly. Um, peaches, go to yes. the Niagara region, exactly. peaches. Niagara. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we just, I have to say also just having a father who was a chef when I was a kid, Um, and doing the same thing, we just always were really intentional. Like I always understood, okay, that much, uh, you know, let's say, I don't know, those four cartons are for us to eat now. And then the rest, we're going to make a jam. One of the things my kids and I love making, and I've got like teenage kids and they still love doing this. We do a mash of these strawberries when we get them home. So sometimes we, we go Italian and we add a little bit of balsamic to, you know, balsamic and and strawberries. I mean, it's like a match made in heaven with a nice cheese, right? Oh God, stop a little bit of vanilla, right? I had you at balsamic, a little bit of vanilla. Um, and then it'll be either a homemade lemonade, um, or maybe something, you know, we bought a little bit of sparkling, um, water or a flavored sparkling water. And you just sort of mash it all together and you pour it into popsicle molds. And so we actually make, you know, one of the big things we love to do is make our own strawberry popsicles. So, so you're you going know. popsicles. I was thinking when you said mash with balsamic, I immediately thought like, you know, starting to go savory with a nice yep. cheese oh, but you and can do that like too. a baguette. Yeah. Well, absolutely. You can do that. You can have that while you're making your popsicles. I'm drooling. <laughs> you know, you can go different flavors. You can also now, you know, do mint. So there's so much that you can do with the, you know, strawberries, just as an example. But I would really say to people, when you're going to go out and have that wonderful family experience, be really intentional yeah. about what, how much are you going to just consume naturally and share? And then what projects do you want to do? And I want to say to people, like, at best, do one or two don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't set yourself up for failure and don't hate yourself because then you got, I can see you, you want to tell me that you got the strawberry sitting in the fridge, yeah. you know, withering away. Cause you had plans to do X, Y, and Z. Honestly, right. Just do one project, you know, and even if it's like, so when my kids, when we first moved here, you know, we actually invited all their new friends to come do that one new project. Oh, that's so but nice. It's bonding opportunity as well apart from the fact that we had popsicles for days (laughs) but um really quickly the you know going back to that point where you said one project yeah so don't get it with the intention like oh we're gonna do um pies and we're gonna do jam and we're gonna do the popsicles and whatever like for real think think be intentional be mindful because you don't want that to go 
to waste because exactly. now you're creating waste and it's not cheap. You know what I mean? So it's also a loss of money, right? So really, really be intentional when it comes to those things. And even so, Corby Sue, just freeze the berries. Absolutely. So one of the so plain and simple, way, freeze the berries. Exactly. One of the things I like to do is it's a bit of a chefy thing is, you know, when you wash your berries, put them actually out on a um, baking sheet or a cookie tray. So you need room in your freezer to do this. So if it doesn't work, I understand. And you want to freeze them like that initially, right? So yeah. they're not in a bag. And that way you stop that crystallization that happens. Yes. Together. Um, and like, if I can just reiterate, like as a menu planner, just think ahead, plan, be intentional, write a shopping list, yeah. get your recipes. What are your projects? And just like stick to that. I love it. So many amazing tips and ideas. Guys, if you tuned in a little bit late and you want to listen back, you can do so on our podcast. And I really urge you to do that because Corby Sue has so many ideas that she's shared with us when it comes to saving money and reducing waste and cutting back on that carbon footprint and the sustainability. Um, hey, listen, being in Toronto, these raccoons are not going to love us so much, but hey, that that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. We have to think the bigger picture and what we can do for our beautiful planet Earth. Corby Sue, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Guys, if you want to check her out, uh, where can they find you, Corby Sue? Corby Sue Original. But you can also go to hellofresh.ca for more interesting ideas on how to make sustainability part of your life. Do it. Do it. Do it. We will catch you guys next week right here on The Parenting Show. Have a wonderful Sunday. I'm Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca.